Hikers, lace up those shoes, drag your friend or child along as Broken Laces is having its first hiker correspondence episode. Hi, my name is Riley Smith, and normally on Broken Laces, we have our guests share great hikes each episode, but one is just not enough. With correspondence throughout the country, I want to make sure you can get hike recommendations from everywhere. Up today, Broken Laces invites Thomas Zorich and Mike Beebe. Thomas will serve as our Northeast correspondent covering the wider New England area, and Mike will serve as our Northwest correspondent covering Washington, Oregon, and Northern California. Today, both share some secret regional parks that are generally used for day hikes, are kid and dog friendly, and avoid the other popular areas in the region. I want to thank you all for your support thus far. It's been an exciting release of this season and continuing with today's episode five. If you enjoy Broken Laces, consider leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast service. Tell a fellow friend about the show or share on your favorite social media site, preferably the one where you have the most friends. There's no team here at Broken Laces, as I've mentioned before, just me, and I could use all the help spreading the word about the show. As a reminder, if you'd like to support Broken Laces further, you can do so at patreon.com slash broken laces. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash broken laces. Pledging as much as you'd like to help offset the cost of producing this show. All right, let's get on to our chat with Thomas and Mike and let's hit the trailhead. Hey, Thomas. Hey, Mike. Hey, how you doing, Riley? Hey, Riley. Doing all right. How about yourself? Doing great. Just uh, excited to uh, let you know a little bit about uh, where I go hiking. Perfect. Yes. And and I have Thomas and Mike, two lifelong friends, on the on the call with me today. Thomas is my Northeast correspondent, newly minted. And I have Mike, who uh, we have deemed as our Northwest correspondent because he did grow up in Washington, has a lot of background there, but currently lives in the Bay Area. So we thought we thought Northwest was apropos. Glad to be here. Excited cool. to talk about some trails in the Bay Area. Yeah, and we'll we'll open up with uh, with Thomas leading us off, and and I know you have a trail that you want to talk about that even the locals don't necessarily visit or or experience as as you think they should. Yeah, there's a there's just a it's a large municipal park. It's called the Linwoods Reservation. It's actually the um, as I was reading up on it, uh, the second largest municipal park in the United States. It's about two thousand acres, um, and yeah, it, despite it being in the middle, like right outside of Boston, and and it actually takes up one fifth of the city of Lynn um, in terms of acreage. Uh, it you don't see a lot of people there. Um, you see kind of the same people there a lot of the time, but uh, even a lot of the students that I, I've worked with uh, for my job, they've never even been to to the Linwoods, even though it's in their backyard, essentially. In terms of in terms of the preserve, are, are we just talking about the stereotypical kind of deciduous forest? Is it rolling hills? Is it are you putting putting your kid on your backpack, or are you kind of with a stroller? Like what's what's it look like? So it kind of has everything. Um, it's made up of uh the reservations made up of i think at least three three large ponds um it's they're the reservoirs for the city of lynn um so they source all their water from it and it's pretty much it doesn't seem like anything can actually be built on this land which is maybe why they um have the reservation there um so it's really rocky there's huge large boulder outcroppings 
and it's just it's it's pretty hilly as well so it'd be hard to build there it's beautiful forest beautiful ponds um just a nice height there's in terms of like backpacking and they there's tons of just backpacking trails uh mountain bike trails there's i don't know if they're called fire roads or just like maintenance roads so there's large pathways that's where you'll find the majority of people on the like the wider uh road slash trails um but there's plenty of like single track mountain biking style trails and and hiking trails Nice. So it seems like it's just interspersed with a, a lot of diversity of trails. So you really can can have a different hike every time you go, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Um, the majority of the time, uh, like when I go with my wife and uh, and our one and a half year old, we, we put her in our big beefy stroller and we can take her. I mean, we usually take her just on the, the main road trails, but uh, we'll also take her off. Uh, even with her stroller on some of the rockier trails um, until it gets a little too gnarly. But um, uh, the hike I particularly want to talk about today is um, actually along one of the ponds. And it's the first hike I took my daughter, uh, like backpack hiking. So st- stuck her on my back and we we went out for what I thought was going to be a maybe hour, hour and a half long hike. And it ended up being close to five hours. Nice. Um, just because of getting off track several times which you can do good big enough so it's got a little bit of a a memory for you in terms of being the first hike with the daughter yeah yeah it was a lot of fun i had gone on several other hikes uh with my wife um and daughter but just basically staying on the main paths with uh with the backpack on just uh trying to get our daughter used to being in the backpack and also having me getting used to it uh but this was the first time where it was just my daughter and I uh, took a day off and took her out and yeah, had a good, good little hike, got lost a couple times with her, which will not lost, lost, but not like compass lost, but uh, went off on some side trails I thought would be fun and then realized they actually terminated in the middle of nowhere. Nice. So it's kind of yeah, cool. So mileage is going to vary. The the type of terrain is going to train is going to vary. So it's really kind of choose your own adventure at this point. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, and then in terms of any, uh, it seems like uh, the premise of the hike is organize, organized around these three ponds. Um, are there other kind of wow features as you're kind of going through? And do you have incredible views or are you running into wildlife? Is there anything else that kind of speaks out to you? Uh, just it's nice being in a city and being right outside of Boston. It's only like uh, 20 minutes or a half an hour north of Boston. And you kind of can feel like when you're in the middle of the reservation, you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere, especially on on these trails that I primarily like going with that required me to put my daughter in my backpack um, or in her child carrier. You won't run into very many people at all. And I guess the in terms of wow factor, the ponds are actually really nice and long and they have great views um, as long as you're doing like the... the um, the winding trails along the ponds and there's there's nice little outlooks and things like that so it it being a municipal park it's it's nice to have a little slice of or a large slice of nature actually within all these different towns and cities surrounding it nice so how far is it from boston so i don't know mileage wise it's not it it takes me about maybe 30 minutes 20 or 30 minutes depending on traffic to to get to this area so, but 
at this point in time, um, my wife and I actually liked the reservation so much and spent so much time in it during the spring and summer that we just bought a house literally so right outside it so we can walk nice it's in our backyard essentially we walk right to it that's awesome and so it it ended up being a a key piece of piece of land to help kind of determine where you moving forward with your life absolutely i mean that was our criteria for our real estate agent really it's like it's got to be within like walking distance of of the park and so we have our for our Boston audience out there, we've we've just given them some intel on on where to go to escape the crowds and and it's yeah. When I lived in Boston, and even a lot of my friends that live in the Boston area have never heard of Lynn Woods, or when I talk to people that like used to are from Boston, and I've I've met them in other cities, they've never heard of it. So, so it's a little gem, I think. Thomas, it sounds like you've had some excellent hikes um, with your your little one of five hours. That's incredible. Um, I with our little one up at, in the parks. Well, we got in about an hour or so uh, thus far. Um, uh, yeah, uh, for that five-hour-long hike, thank goodness this thing was comfortable because, the uh, yeah, she slept for like half, well, maybe an hour, hour and a half. But then for the rest of the time, I was like, she was having me like skipping around and like acting like a horse and things like that. It was kind of it's kind of hilarious. So it was, it was nice to be able to not have a stroller and get off on some of these side trails with her. Because I hate how you get restricted by a stroller, even if you have like a big burly one, just can't go on those single track trails. So, and just a like on this one trail, the trail that we were on, the Birch Pond Trail, it's only like a mile long trail. But as I was talking about before, um, like you can you can do all sorts of offshoots, and that's what we kind of did off the trail. Was just I started hiking into the middle of nowhere, kind of with her, and and yeah had some great lookout points over the pond and is, is a lot of fun. That's awesome. And, uh, you, you were mentioning she, she, she slept in the carrier. Uh, cause I, I know that's been something that's been a constraint is trying to fit in the hikes uh, between the awake windows between naps. There's definitely the, the, um, the backpack has literally, it's called a, a drool pad on the front, which is just like a place for them to pass out and put their head in. Nice. <laughs> Could it, cushy removable um like pillow on it's like on my back and you know facing uh facing her front and and yeah it's i mean it has a little canopy thing that we put over her too so you know sun exposure is always always an issue when you have a little right. one um but we always have that up and and have that drool pad or pillow there and uh, it works great i mean i can tell when she's asleep because she kind of lists one side and I can feel the backpack kind of listening to one side. So I'm sure it really messes up my gait. But uh, who cares? You know, I'm on the trail with my with my little one. And it's it's a ton of fun to just have her out there. And it, it's I find it's a great way to, to get her to nap. So uh, on the drive to the place when I lived further away, uh, I'd make sure that I was singing songs to keep her awake during the entire car ride so that we could actually... Uh, she could sneak in a little nap. I could get a little quiet time before uh, she made me do all the crazy things just to stay entertained for the rest of the time. This, this is we we just discovered a new niche podcast. It's it's dad's with strollers backpacking. That's, that's a great. <laughs> yeah. I, maybe I need I, to trade my name. Yeah, it's an upgrade. <laughs> and, and literally, I was like, maybe I should just leave the the podcast. These two can just take it away from here. 
I like it. Mike's hopping in. Mike's just like, I got a few questions for you, Thomas, um, which which is a good introduction to, to Mike and, and you kind of sharing the hike that you wanted to talk about for our Northwest category. Great. Thanks, Riley. Uh, when people think Bay Area, they typically think, um, you know, the Marin Headlands, Mount Tam, Mount Diablo. Those are the kind of the big main, big name uh, mountains out here. But I'm going to talk a little bit about Redwood Regional Park. Um, it's um, kind of a sprawling forest along the ridgeline and the Oakland Hills. Uh, so the Oakland Berkeley Hills uh, going along the, the East Bay of uh, the Bay Area have, um, I think, some pretty kind of underappreciated uh, trail systems that are connecting through and, and fairly close and easily accessible um, <clears throat> with or without traffic if you're uh, living on the East Bay. So for me, it's it, it can be, you know, about a 15 minute drive up um, to the kind of the Redwood Regional Park. And there's a couple different trails there that I really, really like. Nice. And so for you, it's it's accessibility, it's location, but it's also I, I've been up there myself. It's the solitude that you can get. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, you know, with the different access points and some of the access, access points are kind of your more traditional trailheads um, with big uh, parking lot and others are could be. Um, kind of tucked away up in the neighborhood and you can kind of sneak onto some single track trails and, and feel like within a few minutes, um, <clears throat> feel like you're out in a pretty kind of remote area flanked by redwoods, um, to kind of deep underneath some, you know, trees and, uh, along a stream, it can be really amazing and, and beautiful. Yeah. In terms of the views you get in some of the areas too, I, I, it's, it's almost 360. I don't, I wouldn't call it 360, but the views that you get east, kind of towards, uh, you know, the Moraga, La Marinda area, and then west, obviously, towards the bay. Um, it, it really kind of does depend on where you're starting and the trailhead, but you just get incredible views. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, there's a couple different peaks out in that area. Um, there's, you know, there's Grizzly Peak uh, along the ridgeline there. It's a little further north of Redwood Regional, but you definitely can get some pretty good views uh, from different areas of, of Redwood. And uh, regional and but there's also <clears throat> in redwood regional specifically there's a couple different ridge lines uh where you can get down into the valley and you can get away from the heat um some of the trails in the bay area um can get kind of exposed um if you're hiking in the summertime uh can get pretty hot um and it's sweltering and this it, this has a really nice trail that goes down along along a stream um and you know you're flanked again by pretty pretty towering couple hundred foot redwood trees and very nice and can be cool and very family friendly as well. And that's why I like it. Yeah, definitely. And in terms of the similar to Thomas's hikes, you can kind of choose your own adventure. There's quite a network of trails and depending on where you're coming from to to just to be able to go in and do a two miler, or if you want to do a 10 miler, you have that ability. Yeah, absolutely. So I've similar to Thomas, I've taken um, our little one out there with a, with a backpack um, and my wife and you can also take them on if you go through the Redwood Canyon Meadow staging area, which is kind of a paid uh, parking area with bathrooms, um, you know, drinking fountains, as well as um, a play area for kids and swing sets. Uh, there's a paved path that goes in, in, up the valley a little bit up the canyon. Um, and you can take a kid on a stroller. Um, but there's also single track going up the ridge lines where you can get some more rigorous, uh, you know, workout in, and I've used it for, I've been there, I've done mountain biking up there, I've done trail running. Uh, and, and like I've said, I've, I've hiked, I've taken my dog up there as well. Um, I've done some, 
fairly long loops connecting um, a couple of the different trails of, you know, 10, 20 miles um, trail running. But I've also done the easy kind of the family friendly, you know, a couple miles in and out with the backpacker. Yeah. And that was going to be my next question is I, I think I've seen backpackers up there, but I've, I've for sure seen people who are trail running, mountain biking. It's it's kind of one of those reserves that's all purpose use. But but in a good way, there's just everybody using it to kind of their hobby. And so I'm, I'm not sure if you've seen backpackers up there, but it's it's expansive enough that if you wanted to, I feel like you could. Yes. And in when I'm saying backpacking, I'm, I'm not like overnight, right. um, at least for me. Um, but yeah, it's some great, um, uh, great trails for uh, practicing or getting an excellent workout. Um, I think there are some, you know, like Boy Scout camps up in that area. Um, you know, again, like there's family friendly, there's dog areas, there's like an archery area. Um, so there's a variety of different things that it offers. Um, that it's and it kind of expands out as you were noting, or it expands out into the eastern side, um, dropping down into the Barbara area. So um, it's very beautiful. Yeah, and and as you mentioned in the beginning, that in terms of the Bay Area, there's just plenty of room for hikes and a lot of people head north towards Muir and and some people head south towards a lot of the great state parks over there but on but on the east side it's it's really the hills and the ridge lines and this is kind of one of the chief areas where you can go attain that ridge and and you know see the bay area uh in its glory so i yeah, yeah absolutely and i was gonna say you know i love don't get me wrong i absolutely love Muir woods um, right but as as many people know it's it's gotten extremely crowded recently and um, now you have to, I think you have to prepay or pre-plan a, a particular ticket on a day and a time to even get access into the main entrance area of Muir Woods. Um, there's some incredible trails out there, but coming up here to Redwood Regional, it feels like I'm in Muir Woods. Um, it has, you know, it's maybe not quite the same couple, it doesn't have quite the same you know, ginormous trees, but it, it has good sized trees and uh, you, you'd almost be mistaken if you didn't know the difference. And, and so it has that same feel, the same vibe, same environment. Um, and it's 15 minutes here from, from downtown. Oakland. Yeah. And if you've never seen big trees before, and you were to go to Redwood Regional Preserve, you would think those were the big trees. Like they are, they're, Absolutely. they're good, legitimate sized trees. Um, and definitely not something you're going to see in Sequoia National Park or Muir, but, but in of themselves, impressive. Um, Thomas, I know you actually, well, Thomas, I know you went to Cal and you have some familiarity with the region as well. Are these the same hills that you hiked when you were in college or was there, was there a different park you went to? Uh, not, I, I've never been to the places Mike was just describing, but uh, um, definitely in the same region. I used to go to uh, Tilden Park, which I think Mike and I actually probably spent a lot of time um, not together, but on our own going around there since we both went to Cal at the same time, just didn't know each other yet. Um, but yeah, Tilden Park's kind of the same hilly area, no redwood trees or anything like that, mainly eucalyptus, but uh, just really good, you know, outlooks of, of the city. And you could also hike in a little bit to try to feel a little removed, um, which was nice given that the Bay Area is so packed. Yeah. And so if, if you're, have a choice in the Bay Area, and if you're college aged, maybe you go up to Tilden because you're probably going to run into college aid students there. And if you don't want to run into college aid students, you probably should check out Redwood Regional Preserve. Is that a good summary for the two of you? I think that's a great, great summary. Yeah, and absolutely. And if you're ambitious enough, you could connect the two on a uh, a bike ride or or a long trail run. 
All right, guys. So to to end our show, I'm going to end with our segment, Trails and L's. And that's where we get together and discuss uh, a favorite trail, which you guys have already provided to me, and uh, the L side. Uh, so brewery in the area that is close to the trail that somebody could kind of visit after the hike um, and experience the local region. So why don't I start off with Mike? Uh, you've you've hiked the Redwood Regional Preserve. Uh, you, you get in the car, you're driving down the hill. Where do you go? Well, I would say come back to my neighborhood in the Temescal, um, North Oakland area, uh, to Temescal Brewery. Um, it's a fairly new brewery, um, but it's a casual gathering spot. Um, it's got some of their own brews and popcorn, and they have some uh, local food trucks that come on by and some outdoor seating, so you can enjoy the outdoor patio and um, after after a good hike in the hills. What's the what's the go to beer? Ooh, it's a good one. Um, uh, I'm not sure if I could uh, decide at the moment right now, um, but they have some like a good Pilsner lager um, and good ales. Good, good. Thomas, what about you? Uh, so, yeah, there's a, actually a pretty great brewery called Bentwater Brewery in, in Lynn. So in the city of Lynn where the park is located and just like uh, most things in New England, there's a lot of IPAs. So uh, I think the one that I usually get is the Thunder Funk IPA, but they also have a New England style IPA called Sluice Juice. So if you like a little more hazy, um, nice. Yeah, that that's a good one as well, and it's not too far away. Uh, and on on weekends, it opens up in the afternoon, like earlier in the afternoon. So it's it's good for if you do a, a early morning or late morning hike and want to spend the rest of the day getting some brews. Nice. And it just came to me that, you know, 10 years ago, the the Northwest, which which Mike is representing, was just dominating with all these triple hop IPAs, piney, resiny. And now it's it's Thomas's area. These New New England hazy IPAs are just everywhere. Yeah, it's 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 the huge thing now. And I didn't even know what a New England IPA was until I came out to New England. And and I didn't even like IPAs before I came out here. Now I actually really into the, the IPA scene. Right. Now you're drinking them for, for lunch and dinner. No more Guinness. Yeah. <laughs> no more Boston No more light beer or amber beer. Yeah. No, no, God, I can't drink. Don't, don't put that in your podcast. But yeah, I can't drink Boston lager anymore. No, there's, there's like, I swear there's a new brewery popping up like every month and in just the weirdest areas of the cities around, around Boston that, yeah, no more Boston lager. Well, I would agree with that, and I think that's a good choice. Um, I'd, I'd love to thank both of you for coming on and sharing a quick snippet of the hikes in your region. Um, I'm hoping to link up with you guys each season that I do this podcast and make sure that, that you guys are sharing some some good finds with, with the audience. So I appreciate you coming on. It was a pleasure. And uh, we'll chat soon. Thanks, Riley. Great. Thanks for having us. Thank you.